Hi everyone, thanks for signing in to another exciting episode on My Geeksters. Now this is an exclusive podcast for rideshare and delivery drivers. And today I'm so fortunate to have a chat with a friend and an acquaintance. I don't know how to call him. I've met this person and I've been following this person for quite some time. And we've been shared a few journey in the past. So with no further ado, let me introduce Devashree. I call him Dave. A very popular face around the international student community, a bi-skill set, a digital marketer, and a social media expert, and a co-founder of Internash. Now, a little about Dave. Dave came to Australia as an international student. He got so interested in sharing information with lots of students across the globe, and he started his YouTube channel called Internash. And trust me, guys, his channel has 4 million views. Apparently, this is the biggest YouTube channel in this niche. He also offers a community along Facebook, and this group is a very dynamic group, almost answering 25,000 queries every year. So welcome in, Dave. Thanks for joining the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. You you made me sound like I've done so much of things, and even I don't tell these things to myself. So <laughs> thank you so much for that. Uh, you know, good things and great things need to be called out. And uh, thank you for providing all this information and value to international students. So love to have you on the podcast. Taking a deep dive into the topic right through. Um, as you know, my Geeksters is all about giving some information and value to rideshare and delivery drivers in Australia. I'm very keen to know, did you work in a gig platform in Australia? I actually did. So uh, just a little bit of background. I came to Australia in 2017, started studying Masters of Business at Monash University in Melbourne. So I was in Melbourne and obviously the first thing, majority of international students, not everybody, but majority of international students, they want a job at least not to pay, not to pay their fees or something, but at least to pay their daily expenses, right? Because we have rent and we have all these things. And that is something that a lot of international students have been told as well before coming in. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. You'll get a job and this and that and et cetera. So I'm in my first month here. I still remember it's like July. So it's pretty cold. July 2017. And first of all, I had no idea that Melbourne gets this code because nobody talks about it. Anyway, but then I'm applying for jobs and I'm not getting it. So people are like apply for seek and everything. And then I'm trying to apply for marketing jobs, not getting it. I was like, okay, fine. Administration jobs, not getting it. I was like, what the hell? And then one week passes by two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I was like, this is, this is really getting hard. So then somebody told me that you can do Uber Eats. I was like, okay, what, what is that? And a friend of mine, actually, I met at the uni. He's like, I have an extra bike. I don't use my bike. So you can take that bike. It was a bike without gears. He's like, it's super simple bike. He's like, yeah, cool. Like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty fit. I can do that. And then he's like, download this app, go to this place, register yourself, get a bag. I was like, cool, let's do it. So I was, I was really excited because this is the first time that I was going to make money in Australia. And I still remember this. I don't think I'll ever forget. So, so what happened was that I got my first girl. I was like, okay, cool. I also live like 10 minutes from the city. So somebody told me that come to the city, you'll get a lot of deliveries and everything. I was like, cool, that sounds great. So I did that. And then some of the places that I had to go to were like pretty hilly and like just like a lot of hard work required. I remember I had made 12 bucks in one hour and I was like constantly like cycling for one hour. and and 
by the end of third hour, I just made like 40 or 45 bucks, which is not great at all. Like, because I thought that I had put so much hard work. And by the end of the third hour, I was extremely hungry, extremely tired. And I was on the verge of crying. I was like, this is not, this shouldn't be this hard, you know? But that was my first day. And then I did that for like a while. And yeah, so I definitely have done over each before. It's like the story of almost every single international student on lands, you know, pretty much like including me, that was my first jobs to start. And fortunately, that's the reality. And it looks like, uh, you know, someone at the airport says, you know, what do you want to do a good job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A couple of platforms to work. So that's, that's nice. As an international student and coming to Australia and then working in Uber Eats, how do you host the experience? Was it something that, was it something that helped you? Was it like, did it give you offer that flexibility that people claim it gives? Or was it more from a financial perspective? Why did you even take that job? It was just from a financial perspective. It's really hard to find that passion and motivation to do Uber Eats apart from the money. So in all honesty, it was just for the money. I wanted to pay my rent. And I was like, okay, cool. If I'm going to pay my rent, what are the things that I have to do? And you know, that's how I started doing Uber Eats. Yeah, so I just think that a lot of international students do this, but they at the same time, they should know that, you know, they have to have a pathway towards something bigger. You know what I mean? So a lot of people get comfortable in this and they keep doing this for a long time. So I, I, I knew that I, this is just means to an end and this is not something that I want to do for very long. It's like you don't know. It's, it's not you want to be a professional Uber for life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that. The delivery expert. <laughs> it echoes and a number of uh, international students. They want to do this job as a temporary landing pad before they, they end yeah, up exactly. in a different job or a job that suits their uh, skill set, you know, their education experience. You remember you you said that someone, your friend, introduced you to Uber Eats. What looking back now, Dave? What is it something that you wished you knew before signing up? That you, you know, if you want to do this again, you might want to consider or things that you missed out. Yeah, I mean, I wish somebody had told me how hard doing it on a bike is. You know, <laughs> like it's really hard. And and honestly, like I can speak this for a lot of South Asian kids. A lot of them live a very comfortable life before coming here. Like very and the fact that they are in Australia, it means that they're comfortable back home. Like it's there is no science there. It's just simple. It's like you you need certain finances to show to the government to get a visa, which means you are like comfortable, right? So when they're that comfortable, they are not used to doing cycling for money for multiple hours a day, right? Like they, they may cycle for one hour, but like doing it for four or five, I, I have known people who do does that for like six, seven hours or like ride a two-wheeler for like 10 hours, you know, like if they're just working 20 hours, a week and they do Saturday, Sunday because they're studying or something, but like five, six, 10 hours a day. So, so a lot of people do it in car. I mean, it is really hard. And I don't think I was mentally prepared for it. Like it took me a while to be mentally prepared that, okay, fine. This is, this is just a phase. I got to do this. But then still, I don't think at that time, Uber Eats had made it a lot easier as well. Because like, for example, in Uber, and this is obviously this is like going two years back, but like in Uber, you could know the places where a lot of people are asking. But in Uber, it's, there was nothing like that. Okay. So, Some kind of a yeah. surge or a demand indicator or something. 
yeah i don't think like when i was doing there was anything like that mm. so that it was just like really hard to do it and you're just like you don't know the city and you're just trying to like figure out everything by yourself so i think if somebody had told me how hard like this specific thing was it it's definitely worth it like you just get better at it and probably you'll make like 18 17 20 bucks an hour not great still but pays your rent mm, yeah can you share if there was any unusual or strange experience of working for you really did you i'm sure there is something uh, and <laughs> what's the story i want to i want to hear that unusual experience that you had uh, okay this is a little embarrassing at least it was embarrassing for me So what happened was that I'm doing overies and I was like okay fine this is making a little bit of money and cool I'm doing it then I go to this basically had to deliver food to this dude's house and I delivered food and he's like hey mate can you like get me some booze and I was like can you not like uber eats and at that time that you couldn't order booze on uber eats so I was like he's like I'll pay you I was like Okay, at the end of the day, I'm doing this for money, so put your ego aside and just, just you know, like get him his booze. He's like, okay, cool. You know, thought for a second, and he's like, here's twenty bucks. Can you get me like these two wines? I was like, cool. I I just went, got it, and then he gave me ten dollars, which was, if you think about it, for like five minute job, I was like pretty happy about that ten dollars, right? So I don't know why, but I just stood there looking at that ten dollars, and I was like, you know, I was like, are you sure you don't have to give that much? That was in my head, but I didn't say it. But what he thought was that probably the money isn't enough, or he should give me some tip. So he went inside and gave me twenty more dollars as a tip, and that's the first time I've ever received a tip. <laughs> I just, I, I just had so much mixed emotions. I was like, I don't know whether I'm happy. Or I just feel like, oh, like he's tipping me now. Like, you know, what am I? Like, I, I've made eighty thousand dollars at Monash. Like, and this dude is tipping me ten dollars, right? Like, I it's it was such mixed emotions. But yeah, I think like you know, it was it was worth it. Like thirty dollars for like five ten minute job. It's <laughs> like cool. <laughs> oh, very very nice. I was able to completely empathize with that day when I was working in the hospitality sector. I was working as a professional waiter for a restaurant and there was this one time i had this guest i think there were tourists come guest from some south africa and this little family that i served at the end of the night the family was so happy and this was my first tip and oh. i got 80 dollars tip oh, oh wow so happy i was like this is my first tip <laughs> my income was not that great of exactly. course but <laughs> I don't know. There was this feeling attached to tip, and I was like so happy. It's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, <laughs> that's really nice. You know what? If you have that guy's address, you should probably share it. <laughs> We can get him more wine bottles. If you're listening to this, there's lots of Uber drivers that can get you too many wines that you need. Anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. If you have to recommend international students coming in and you know taking up gig work as one of their temporary work, what is something that you would advise them? What are a couple? Maybe give me two points. You know, two points that you would say these are the two things that you could look at if you're planning to do you know similar rubrics or ride share or whatever. Two things to to advise for all all the prospective gig workers. That would be like first is I think one thing that I already mentioned that it is going to be hard, but you don't have to be disheartened. You just it's not required. Like 
this is some, you, you should be like very clear in your head. It's like, this is I'm doing for a reason, for a purpose, for a short period of time. That's it. If that is clear in your head, then anything else, like the weather is bad or that person did not treat me right or like this person was driving real bad, all those things won't matter because you know that this is just a phase in your life and it's a good phase in your life because it teaches you a lot. It just it made me a lot humble. It made me realize that there are a lot more people doing a lot more hard work and how fortunate I have been all these years. And it made me realize that this is not something that I want to do for the rest of my life. You know, this is not something I want to do the rest of my life. And if I don't want to do something like this for the rest of my life, what can I do? So yeah, that would that would be my primary advice to prospective gig workers. It's good. Good. You mentioned a little about unusual customers right there before. What's your opinion and how important is safety for a gig worker, especially as an international you're new, you don't really know what's happening here, you know, like rules and road rules and regulation. How important is safety to be considered for as an international student in gig work? I think it is very, very important. And yeah, I, I think it is super important. All the gig workers have to take their precautions as well. For example, like just learning the rules or if you find a rude customer who shuts his door or her door on your face, like not to take it personally. Or if somebody on the road, this happened to a friend of mine who, who was driving and probably somebody was like verbally abusive to my friend. And yeah, they, they just took it to their heart and they're like, this is, you know, this is not why I came here. Like I don't have to go through these things. But again, the same thing. So safety is a like very, very important. And yeah, we have to, we have to do our bit as well and expect the rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's also important, I think, for, for sharing if they go through an unusual and unsafe experience or unsafe situation within their close community, friends, other gig workers, you know, so that they don't have to go through the mental anxiety and stress that comes with it and um, also reporting uh, that back to the platform and voicing out uh, those incidents will enable them to be much more safer on the road so yeah thanks thanks for that we have come towards the very end of the episode Dave and you shared some amazing some good stories and tips and stuff thank you before I go into the last part I just wanted to give the listeners some gold. And what is it? They share one tip or trick or hack for an international student that's either working in gig platform or planning to work in the gig platform, something that can help them do things better. Any tip, hack? You said it so well about having a community. I think that that is it. When I went back home, I could share things with my roommate. I was like, this is what happened, you know. So if they can have or be a part of community where they can share these things, you know, learn about different things, then that is going to be very, very helpful to them as a gig worker. So I think like as a one hack that would be a part of a community and just just learn more how they can make more money so like they can they can put in less efforts and get the maximum returns. Sounds very good. I have four gig workers out there who's listening this episode. If you're looking for a community to come participate, learn, connect, and share experience, I've got a wonderful solution. Go on Facebook and type in My Gigsters 
and you'll find a group with an amazing group of rideshare and delivery drivers. Just jump on that group and then start connecting and start learning. The more information you get, the more safer you are, more smarter you are on the road. So I wanted Dave to tell me how can the listeners get in touch with Internash? And can you share a little bit more about what Internash does for international students? Absolutely. So as you mentioned, so we primarily create content for international students on various platforms. So if anyone of of the listeners wants to know what Internash is or what do we do, you can just type on any of the social media platforms, Internash, I-N-T-E-R-N-A-S-H. And like, fortunately, we started like two and a half, three years back, but it's an international student niche, the one who provides information our channel has been the biggest so you know that that has been great on youtube and on other social media platforms as well but now we are also expanding and becoming one-stop solution for international students so the first step is to gather information right so that was one we have been doing for a while but now we are also expanding into like helping international students with their admission visa insurance accommodation and so on and so forth so that is that is what we are going towards. So if you just want to know more, you can go to like www.international.co, I-N-T-E-R-N-A-S-H.co. And yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Thanks. I really like the way Internash is moving forward more organically and, you know, trying to encompass number of services that are needed most for international yeah. students who are either offshore or onshore. And they really like how the team is progressing. So all the best and all the good work that you're doing. So listeners out there, if you're interested to know what International does, join the community. So go on Facebook or and type in International, I-N-T-E-R-N-A-S-H. Or if you want to connect with International Services, go on www.internash.co and you should be able to connect with the services. Now, Dave, how does listeners get in touch with you personally? LinkedIn is the best way. What's your handle on LinkedIn? It's Devarshi Desai. D-A-D-A-R-S-H-I. Okay, cool. You can connect him on LinkedIn, on Devashi Desai. I'll also add a description of for link to both Internash and Devashi Desai on the uh, podcast description so you can click and connect with him. He has lots of information and he works at very nice places so you can connect with mm-hmm. him and get some tips. Dave, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, you know, taking the time on a weekend to have a chat and talk about your experience. Thank you for sharing the story and some amazing tips for international students. I love having this chat with you and I love to see how international is going and see the amazing work that you're doing. So until we see you the next time, you take care, Dave. And for all the listeners, thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you're a ride share and a delivery driver, and in looking to maximize your opportunity on the road, earn more money and save more money, I've got another tip for you. Just go on www.mygeeksters.com and I've got a free access for you to maximize your income. So do it right now. And also listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast channels on Amazon, Apple, Google, you name it, we're there. Stay safe and be safe on the road. Thank you. Thank you.